Kidology Coach Podcast. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Uh, I want to first thank a, a listener who sent me a message on Instagram about Luca. Uh, mm-hmm. She gave me some recommendations for a cranberry <clears throat> extract that I could give her. Uh, I did go to oh, the vets. Yeah. I got went to the vets today, got a little bit of good news, got some antibiotics for UTI to see if it's a UTI. She, she thinks it might be a couple of things because she was okay. just peeing around the clock. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, you know I, what, Kristen? What? I, too, have been peeing more than usual. <laughs> do you have a UTI? Are you pregnant? I, I don't. Def- well, I'm not going to say I'm definitely not pregnant, but it'd be it'd be a medical failure. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> a um, failure of the, of the BC? Of the B... No, of the vasectomy. Oh. Oh. I mean, you. it's not impossible. <laughs> right. Right. But it would sure be disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, though. Good for Kevin. Yeah. You got a good one. Yeah. Um. So, Sarah, you uh, you, you gave me some sad news the other day. I oh, did? Is it sad? Is it sad? I don't know if it's sad. Well. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, I just. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to remember which which thing. Which um, thing? Well, I gave you some news. How about how about that? Some yeah. some major news, even some major news. So uh, the writers have been just like that. Have been listening to everybody's uh, prayers, <laughs> and they have dropped the character of Che Diaz, and just and, like that, and just like that. However, this did coincide with uh, Sarah Ramirez supporting Palestine on their social media. Okay. Uh so there is this belief that they were they were dropped from the cast because of their uh beliefs regarding Palestine. I mean, you, you can't rule it out. You never right. know. Right. You know, you never know who's pulling the levers here. Mhm. Uh in terms of casting and whatnot, but I have to I mean, <laughs> that's possible and then we have like a probable explanation so i'm gonna go with that one (laughs) okay yeah which is everybody hated the character yeah (laughs) the character just did not fit and i'm sad because i love sarah ramirez and i think had they been written better had the character been written better uh, you know we need non-binary representation we need that in in these shows yeah and i felt like they just they really really uh missed the mark with this i know it doesn't it make you wonder what's happening there behind the scenes like there obviously was a a nominal (laughs) attempt to diversify the show in terms of cast the the show definitely made a nominal attempt at diversifying the cast at least but Mm -hmm. I wonder if there was any diversity in the writer's room. But apparently there was. Oh, really? Who did? Yeah. Who did okay. Well, How? Samantha, show, Ig- show Samantha, <laughs> Samantha Igby is, okay. I think, the head writer. And she's a woman of okay. color. Okay. Um, she's, we... how, how old is she, though? She's your age. That's too old. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not to be alive, but like. Not I mean, to be if, if, if that's your youngest person writing Sex in the City, keep going. <laughs> keep diversifying. Let's see, I- I'm trying to... Writers. Da-da-da-da-da. 
it was i mean it was just you know it was just a hypothetical question i don't i don't need a real answer but i i yeah i thought i thought samantha igby was an elder millennial which which you know again not not too old to deserve to live but <laughs> if that's your youngest person in the writer's room of sex in the city which used to be a pretty edgy show mm-hmm. uh and and that's the other thing like maybe maybe i want something different than than what everyone else wants like i i'm not gonna claim that season one was like the glory days of sex in the city i think the show hadn't really hit its stride yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I think like season four, season three is probably when it was like peak Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that season one tone was like darker and a little edgier, and we've we've like just we've pulled like completely away from it. <laughs> There's like no balance now. It's just like I don't know. It's just like a it's like too it's too bright and too light too feel good you know mhm yeah there there is no real edge to it i feel like here's the thing what i liked with the relationship with aiden is that it, it i know everyone's like aiden's a perfect guy but he really wasn't and that no. relationship <laughs> that relationship i think was was portrayed pretty authentically sure right like in that you drive me fucking crazy i love you but you drive me crazy and, you know, sort of those ups and downs and that kind of like the, the toxicity that can seep in. I felt that it was it was gritty, right? Like it was a little bit grittier, uh, a, a little bit harder to wa- harder to watch in the sense of like, oh, my God, I feel that it's like a, I've, I have a visceral reaction to this. That's yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because it seems paradoxical to say like, oh, Aiden reintroduced grit. <laughs> Right. But he really did. <laughs> he really did. Right? Because yeah. when he came onto that show, wasn't that, didn't we feel like we were back into the regular show? Because here we were like, oh my God, this relationship is just such a fucking mess. <laughs> why, well, this, why, why did they do this? And not they not upon first viewing. I have to admit, like, my view of Aiden has evolved over time. I've never been, like, an Aiden girly, like, <laughs> fully team Aiden. Uh-huh. I could, you know, could recognize that that relationship was was doomed at least, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or maybe not a dream scenario at least, right? right. But I, I've gotten much much more harsh in my view of Aiden over time. I mm-hmm. I just am way more impatient now. Yeah, right. Because it's like, how many times are we going to do this? Huh? Because you well, just apparently sort of... one more. What are they going to do? It one more. Well, I mean, didn't we leave off with like, hey, my son's a wreck, see you in like six years or whatever? How, yeah. how many years? Six years. Is that six how they're going to end the show? They're going to hopefully going to go that many seasons? I don't know. And then with her and fucking Aiden getting married and oh, oh. yay, now everyone's happy. We gave you both your happy endings. How I don't about know. she just ends up, how about she stays alone? That, I think that was what, that's what would make women very happy. As if she stays I mean, alone. Yeah. Well, Miranda at least. We don't need a Che Diaz repeat repeat back to the the subject at hand. But if they do want to be more authentic, they do need to have a, a single woman character who's not dating at all. Yeah. 
because that's kind of what's going on these days. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be, I don't know, would it be a cop out for that to be Miranda? Because it's a cop out because listen, it's the only, it's the only non-cis straight character. Oh, well that, and I mean, I was going to say like, you know, the, the general feeling about Miranda is like, oh, that's the unappealing one. (laughs) She's, well, we've already talked about this. She loses herself. They all lose themselves in their relationship to some degree with the yeah. exception of samantha right but i you know if i, I liked i like look i'm all for it they want to have they want her to be bisexual they want to be queer they want to be gay i don't care what it is i'm for it because i yeah. i want i want the representation i want the, the i want the representation i want the, the difference i just want to see something different and i would like to see you know has miranda has she changed? Like, has she changed at all? And that's the thing. I am not seeing any change in these characters. Hmm. And that's what bothers me. You don't think Miranda changed? She quit her, her corporate job. I'm talking about, like, internal changing. Like, I am too. She, she quit her corporate job, right? And she's, mm-hmm. she's realigned her priorities. Now, unfortunately... <laughs> she realigned, realigned them to Che. That was not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was entertaining. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I I think we're going to look back fondly at the Shay Diaz era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's, I don't know, it's just nice. It's just nice to have like an easy scapegoat sometimes. You know? Right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Who are we going to blame now when the show sucks? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because... Yeah. That's a good question. I do think that Shay. Uh, uh, distracted people from the absolutely atrocious writing. I'm sorry. I think so too. I don't like to shit on other writers. I really don't. But yeah, this just wasn't good. It just wasn't no. good. No. You know? Um, I've said this before. I don't know if this is a hot take or a tepid take at this point, but I feel like it was a mistake to have Big leaving carry all of his money. Yeah. Because there's just no care. What conflict does Carrie have now? None, right? None, and she could just flip through life being awful, right? Which is which what she's is doing. what she's done, right? <laughs> the fucking ER, or sorry, the urgent care, right? Yeah. Um, what happened to that guy? By the way, <laughs> oh, he was he worked too much. He was too close with his work partner, and I don't know. Would like to say more of that guy, but anyway. right, Mister um, Mister Olivia Benson. We like right. Mister Olivia Benson. Yeah. Um, because that guy would have challenged Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could still bring back Burger any day of the week. I'm here for it. Listen, I'm, we're starting a campaign. <laughs> bring back Burger. I would love to see her with Burger. I want to see like is Burger like the the still like a 50 year old man child? Um, Has so inter- it's interesting that you say that because I just stumbled upon a Netflix series starring ron livingston mm-hmm. um which no one is talking about but it's called louder milk mm-hmm. uh louder milk is apparently i mean it's supposed to be his last name it's no one's name but anyway it's like louder and then milk like the dairy product right louder milk okay look it up um <laughs> and ron <laughs> livingston i don't know if he's getting typecast or 
Um, and if so, if that's for better or for worse, because he's he's really great at these man-child roles because he is back in Loudermilk. He's playing a recovering addict um, who is such a charming asshole. <laughs> and I just, I'd like, I would really relish him bringing that energy back to Sex in the City, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, authentically him or he's getting typecast or whatever. Like, right. I don't know. Right. He really does play, like you say, he plays a charming asshole and he yeah. does it so well. Uh, I just, he's just one of those actors that you just always like to see. Like there's something Truly. very comforting about him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I would love to, I, I would love to bring Burger back. Honestly, back if, if Burger. Ron Livingston keeps playing the same part, I'll keep watching it. Same mm-hmm. for Michael Sarah. I'll keep watching it. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing, Michael Sarah. <laughs> Hey, wait, speaking of which, the Academy Awards nominations came out today. <laughs> and I'll tell you, America Ferrara got nominated for Best Supporting Actress, which I was, I'm very happy for because I really like her. But at the same time, I'm like, was that like a big enough role? Or did she just get nominated for that one monologue? Oh, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I thought for sure, Kristen, that you were going to... <laughs> refer to the tweet that I keep seeing everyone retweet today, which is uh written by Greg Castanius, and it says, No Oscar nomination for Greta Gerwig, no Oscar nomination for Margot Robbie. Ryan Gosling gets an Oscar nomination. This is actually the whole plot of Barbie. <laughs> Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for Best Director. It's fucking outrageous. How the fuck did I not see that? Oh, it's the I... whole plot of Barbie. Oh my god! Wait a minute, Golden Globes. Who is it? Hollywood Reporter. Oh my god! Yeah, let's go through. Uh, best director: Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese, Jonathan Glazer, Justine. Nolan for what? What did he come out? With Oppenheimer, dude. Really? Oh, Oppenheimer. I didn't That's... see it supposedly very good and uh killian murphy who i love and i love well, to see him get recognition <laughs> well yeah yorgos lenthimos poor things oh my god are you kidding yeah. me best picture barbie the holdovers poor things oppenheimer killers of the flower moon american fiction past lives maestro anatomy of a fall the zone of interest oh and bradley cooper wasn't nominated for maestro for best director Womp womp. Was Leonardo DiCaprio nominated this year? Uh, who would that be? Best actor? I don't. Well, I think he was on Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen it. But... Yeah. Be- let's see. Supporting actor? No, he was not. Okay. But Sterling K. Brown was for supporting actor okay. for American Fiction, and I love Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Oh, I'm. J- I I have to say, I am really excited for America Ferrara. I'm very very happy for her. Uh, and this is like the diversity here. I've, this is probably one of the most diverse set of nominations in, in forever, to be perfectly oh, wait, honest. Oh. That, yeah, that's, I mean, that's interesting. With the exception of Greta Gerwig. I don't know a ton about, yeah, I don't know a ton about America Ferrera other than she was in Barbie and she was in a sitcom, right? <gasps> she was Ugly Betty. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I loved Ugly Betty. You know, she was like that ugly duckling girl, and her, and 
she lost her mother really young and her father's name was Ignacio, like my dad. I just, I so identified with that. Oh, I love that show. Oh, well, I've never seen it. Oh, it's just Vanessa Williams. Oh my gosh, she's so good. Such a great show. (laughs) It was just such a great show. They had a transsexual character. And of course, like this is what, maybe 2005, maybe something like that. Yeah. So eh, it wasn't written great, but it was still a transsexual character. Hmm. Um, Judith Light, who can do no wrong. Mm. She's in everything. It's everything that I love. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Oscar nominations. Uh, it, is it a bad thing that Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated? Well, like, was Bur- Barbie really a best picture worthy movie? Yeah. <laughs> was it? Oh, yeah. I mean, but so are, the, so are the ones that got nominated. So, I mean, I, well, no, I, no, here's the thing. It was nominated for best picture. Okay. Okay. But she wasn't nominated for best director, which is that is a mistake because the I I think the the vision is what makes that movie. Yeah. Okay. Here's something I heard this weekend, and I do wonder if this sort of stuff works against people. So uh, (laughs) Greta Gerwig is married to Noah Baumbach. Okay. Noah Baumbach, I believe, was married to Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay. He cheated. I, I don't. I don't know if he was still married to Jennifer Jason Lee and he had remarried somebody else. Whatever. But he cheated on his wife with Greta Gerwig. Okay. And so Greta Gerwig was essentially like fucking around with a married guy, mm. and she does this movie about feminism. And you know, <clears throat> listen. Well, there's a. I mean, I'm guessing there's a significant age gap there as well, right? Because Jennifer Jason Lee, I think, is. Of a different generation than Greta Gerwig, I think. Yeah, yeah, probably. So yeah, I'm assuming. A, I'm assuming Noah is. She's my age. She's yeah, my it's age. older. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder, like, does stuff like that ever play a part in these nominations? Uh, probably for women, not for men. Right. <laughs> right. As we saw. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. I rest my case. Right. right? Right, exactly. Uh, so, well, that's disappointing for Greta Gerwig because you know Barbie was. It is, yeah. I, I, I guess I, I'm just not worried about her though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like if she just keeps doing what she's doing, she's gonna win an Oscar for directing. Eventually. Right. Yeah, it's it's coming. It's coming. Uh huh. Um, but I'm happy for America Ferrara. Yeah, I really am. I'm happy for Ryan Gosling. I wish he would win. He's not going to win. Robert Downey Jr. is going to win. But <laughs> I just love Ryan Gosling. I think he he just played that so, like, he walked that line. Oh, yeah. Right? Like Incredible. If he If he had gone just a little bit more, it would it just would have been ridiculous. Uh-huh. But I, he would... I just read this past week, actually, that Dan Levy was supposed to have a role in Barbie, and he had to turn it down. Oh. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he was Michael Sarah's role. Um, well, so I don't know, but it got me thinking, what was his scheduling conflict? It, I hope it wasn't the idol. (laughs) Because imagine turning down Barbie for the idol. No, I think it was probably, um, the movie he wrote about grief. Okay. Okay. Uh, Haven't seen it yet. I will. Dan Levy, same. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm into it. Right. Uh, okay. So I sent you an article from the mirror. And so, you know, it's going to be good. 
And it says, ex-husband wants me to be surrogate for his girlfriend. Her body is too perfect to ruin. <laughs> uh, a I'm going to have a hard time getting through this. Right? A woman, has, a woman has taken to social media to share how her husband asked, how her husband asked her to be a surrogate for him because her his new wife, so it's her ex-husband, uh, yeah. because his new wife is too hot and sexy to go through pregnancy. Uh-huh. A woman has been left outraged after her ex-husband asked, asked asked her to be a surrogate for him because his new girlfriend's body is too perfect to ruin. She explained how her husband, 36, walked out on her and their children to pursue a relationship with an 18-year-old. Hmm. Now, yeah. <laughs> he and his girlfriend want to start a family together, but he is concerned about how pregnancy will impact her hot and sexy body. Taking to Reddit, the ex-wife said, my ex-husband wants me to be a surrogate for him and his ex his girlfriend because her body is too perfect to ruin. We have had little to no communication except through a third party because we have a daughter together. Uh, he does absolutely nothing for her. He, he asked for full custody because he didn't want to pay child support. You don't I say. <laughs> right? I finally got him to agree to supervise visits and zero child support. Oh. He went... He went three months without contacting her and his child before turning up at her door to ask her for a favor. The other day, he told me that he wants to have a baby with her. He's irresponsible and she's immature, so they would make horrible parents. But he wants me to carry their child. Why? Because her teenage body is so hot and sexy and that I'm old and used. I have no idea why he would even ask me. Why is he telling me about her body? Why does he want me involved in any sort of way? It's all so weird commenting on her post when you just said it's only january but i can confidently say he will win the 2024 prize for sheer audacity well <laughs> yep another user added get him to confirm this request over text then take him to court for full ch custody of your daughter and all the child support and block him why did you agree to no child support please get what you are owed and cut him out of your life what a disgusting right? what a disgusting pig fuck that guy <laughs> hello a third user said, I would not dignify the request with a response. Ignore it. I would not even think about it. They probably sent it together to wind, to wind you up. One more user added, I am more concerned with zero child support. That should not be happening. Uh, okay. So that's the end of the article. But can we talk about these women who are like shaming her? Because what do you mean you don't get child support? Like maybe she was just like, I want nothing from this fucking dude. I don't want to have any relationship with him. Well, that's obviously where she was at, but right. I I feel like uh, she may regret that later. <laughs> I think so. I think she will. Um, I, what I think she should do is, go, I mean, maybe go to the ex-girlfriend and be like, he's a loser. He doesn't pay child support. He's not going to help you with this kid. Now, and, and, now, and this is uh, with the understanding that this is true. Do we think this is true? Oh, I don't know. I I kind of don't mind either way. <laughs> right. I think I think it poses interesting questions either way, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that there are men out there with this kind of audacity. They'd be like, "Hey, I know you treat, I treated you horribly, but can you do this thing for me?" Like uh, that's the aspect of the story that I believe. See, I believe he might have asked because that, but also I mean, men don't go through pregnancy and childbirth so i could see some of them thinking that it's enjoyable maybe yeah yeah not really un well it, well what do you mean it's going to ruin her body what what makes you 
like that that's their understanding i'm so tired of this these men who don't understand how a woman's body works who don't understand how sex works who don't understand how pregnancy works or vaginas right? work i'm so fucking over it it's 2024 I mean, the, the, the part that's baffling about this is not really that he asked but like why what makes him think he wants a child because right he has one that, that he doesn't he does even pay attention want. to right <laughs> that he doesn't want he's like he really just wants to colonize right right like he just he just wants to stake a claim mm-hmm. over a woman and her mm-hmm. body and her right her entire being right right but he wants to do that this time without ruining her body right <laughs> Right. So that he can continue to enjoy using it. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure why he thinks he wants a child other Mm -hmm. than, again, it's that like, it's that like, gotta, gotta carve out my territory. Right. Right. Kind of thing. And I do believe, I mean, I think we've seen evidence that like, men don't, always put a lot of thought into whether or not they want kids mm-hmm. true right like they Very just <laughs> they know they want sex right they know kids sometimes result from sex right and like i i think they just don't really think about it because often they don't have to it's not going to be their fucking problem they don't have to carry it they don't have to birth it and then you know in many cases, they don't really have to parent it. This guy doesn't have to pay for it either. Uh, mm. So actually, the more I'm talking through this, the more I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't he want a child with this person? Like, this turned out great for him the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really did. He this got really it. He got strikes away me scot-free. as a man who deeply hates women. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how he, he well, believes that this is how it goes. Like, okay, and then if it doesn't work out, I'll just bounce. I'll just move on. I'll just bounce. And nothing, Uh there's no repercussions for that. Right. right? Like, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, if you're an unfailing piece of shit, no, there's no repercussions. But 16 years from now, when your kid's like, hi, I want to meet my dad. I don't know. Things could get really ugly for you. (laughs) I mean, not if you don't care. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you don't care. Yeah. Um, which she clearly doesn't. And I, I, I have to assume too, like, and this is gross, but just based on, on the guy we're talking about, like, have to assume the ease with which he walked away had something to do with the fact that his first child was a daughter. Yeah. So like, that's not a person either. Right. But right. yeah, truly, truly, this just strikes me as a man who hates women, but who will like get off on, on ruining their lives mm-hmm. by, impregnating them and then leaving yeah because you know what's going to happen with the 18 year old right i mean hypothetically like somehow they acquire a baby okay Mm -hmm. hypothetically (laughs) well then he's going to be like oh this is a drag now you're tired all the time right and then he's going to bounce right yeah and then either way he's going to bounce 18 with a baby cool yeah it's awesome for her right what are you thinking Probably nothing. Oh my god, eighteen to thirty-six. All right, are we saying what? Okay. (laughs) I think if this is real, and if on the off chance this 
this woman hears this, this is the perfect time to be aggressive aggressive. Oh, tell me more. Well, I would just string both of these motherfuckers along as long as I could. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do that. Just fucking lie to them. Mm-hmm. Just, just as long as I could. Just toy with their emotions as long as I could. Maybe try and get some money out of it? Yeah. That'd yeah. be a bonus. Right? But get for some... me, it would be about hurting them both. Oh, uh, why can't it hurt an 18-year-old? Uh, listen, Kristen. perfect time to learn a life lesson and i'm a teacher bitch fair point fair point all right (laughs) i see that all right are we saying fuck that guy next yep (laughs) yep fuck that guy next i've been go ahead so i came across this article on instagram from BuzzFeed, and it is called Women Are Revealing the Misogynistic Thoughts They Frequently Have But Are Trying to Change. Such as Such... the perfect time to learn a lesson that I'm the teacher. <laughs> That's one of them. Yeah. Um, here's number one. I still subconsciously assume that attractive women are automatically going to be meaner or more shallow just because they are attractive. I know it's because I'm insecure myself and society has pushed this idea that all attractive women are stuck up, but it's so hard to shake this instinct off. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I think I have this instinct as well. Oh, you for sure do. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you for sure do. Cause like when, when I have talked about particular figures in pop culture, Mm-hmm. 50 to 60% of the time, you're like, oh no. And you and think I'm it's like, because why? she's and attractive? I'm like, why? And you're like, just because. You think it's because, <laughs> I, because of what she looks like? Uh, Well, gen- I mean, generally, because if you're a woman in pop culture, generally you're attractive. Okay. Right? But you know me better than that. I do. This is offensive. I am offended. I'm sorry. I, I don't know think it's. It I has don't nothing to do with their looks. No, it has nothing to do with their looks. I read people well, who, exceptionally who are you well. About? Who do you have in mind? I don't know. Give me, give me oh, Emily well, Blunt. Well, how do you know? Emily Blunt. <laughs> I don't like Emily Blunt. She just got nominated for an actress, uh, a supporting actor, actress Oscar. I don't like Emily Blunt. Okay. Is it because of the waitress thing? No. Okay. No. Um, although I, I totally believe that there's something about her that I think is very disingenuous. Oh well, uh, the story is for sure true. Like it's it's, it's very true. true. Yeah. It's very I mean, she true. Didn't, she didn't deny it, right? Um, there's something about her that's very disingenuous that I don't like at all. She just, I don't know. It's well, just, I don't you know. know, she's an actor, so <laughs> no, I <laughs> say she's not a good actor because she comes across as disingenuous. It, there's just something very forced about her, I, inauthentic to me. That's what I don't like. It has nothing to do with her looks because I loved her in Devil Wears Prada. I thought she was fantastic in it. But she I was. think because she was playing herself. Okay. All right. Um, this has come up when we talked about Olivia Wilde. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. So she's pretentious. Okay. Her parents were both journalists. She's extremely pretentious and insulated. And she was talking about how when she was about to meet Jason Sudeikis, she was like, oh, my God, do you think he's going to think I'm pretty enough? Bitch, really? Well, so that's so that's what I mean. <laughs> I, 
Like you don't you don't believe she really has insecurities about the way I, she looks? I I do I do, but come on, come on. Jason Sudeikis, like, dude, he's a fucking six on a good day. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's actually looking much worse lately. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Good because I hear he's a real asshole. But she's stunning. Like, come on, come on. Right, but so is everyone around her is the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think you lose your sense of scale. Yeah, but he's not that hot. It's like, why would you care what he thinks? Right, but because of internalized misogyny, it it doesn't matter. Men don't have to be. Uh, okay. All right, let's put... All right, I will, I will give you this one, Sarah. Okay. I'll give you this one. Now, I think there's a flip side to this, mm-hmm. which is that if a woman is not attractive we we also like assume things about her based on that presentation right like the the disney version of this is like oh that's the evil witch (laughs) but like if you see someone out in public a woman who's like not put together Mm -hmm. like you you know probably you're gonna you're gonna have negative assumptions like maybe not that she's an evil witch because like Nothing against Spog, which is here, but like, you know, probably some classist inclinations are going to kick in. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's a flip side to this. I right, mean, okay. basically, as a woman, you cannot win, is right. what I'm saying. Right. True. Like, no matter how you look, how you present, how you act, how you speak, how you mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. someone's going to dislike you. Right. I agree with that. That's fair. Um, okay, here's another one. Somewhere in my mind, I still automatically go to men when something needs to get done. Women have been proven to be much more useful in most situations I've been in, yet going to a man is still my go-to reaction. This is because of years of little comments implying that men are better at doing stuff. However, I think it's also a reflection of myself because I don't trust myself to be capable of doing many things other women are alike. Uh, uh, let me tell a story. So I, I, I posted something about this. Uh, I had to go. We talked, we talked about this situation last week. Uh, and I, about this woman who's been harassing me on TikTok and who, yeah. this woman and her friend, because I called her out because she's a fucking shady motherfucker. Uh, yeah. I was Min- wondering how that was going. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Not good. Mindy Lou who that's her username, Mindy Lou who, and Shannon, huh. Shani Gordner and Kate, great, great Kate, whatever. Uh, listen, so this has been going on relentlessly for five weeks now. And I said, I'm fucking done. So I went to the police. Now, on my way over to the police, what do you think I was thinking? Nothing's going to get done. No, well, A, nothing's going to get done. But B, I was thinking, shit, I wish I had dyed my roots so that I looked younger and so I looked prettier. Because I knew I was going to be dealing with a man, and I knew I'm like, if I were conventionally attractive, if uh, I were younger... He'd be more sympathetic. He'd be more sympathetic to me. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, he was a dick, and he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to print all these things out. Fucking bet. I went to FedEx. I printed out over 100 things. And I walked back. I go, here you go. Plopped them down. Where's <laughs> that report? So he fills out the report. And um, he's like, call back later uh, and you'll get the number and then you can go down the courthouse and da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, great. So I can do this today. He says, yes, I call back. Um, and, you know, a few hours later, there's still no report. And 
like I, the first time I called my, it just rang and rang and rang and rang. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. So I call back again, like a half hour later and he picks up and he's like, Oh yeah. You know, Oh, I thought it was you. Uh, yeah. I thought you might be, this might be you calling. Um, you know, she's still not here. There's still no number. I'm like, okay. An hour later, I call back. It rings, 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 no answer. Rings, rings, rings. I called like four times, just rings, no answer. I get another guy. I call by, by like four o'clock and he's just a complete dick to me. So the next day, um, I call and they're like, yeah, you can, here's your report number. You can just go and you can print it out and great. So I go to the printout place to print out the report and, um, it turns out like I have to wait a week and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to deal with this woman anymore. I really want to get this done. And I'm exhausted. I'm like very, I have so much going on, especially with Luca. And I just, I call the police station and a woman answered and I just said, here's the deal. I'm trying to get a restraining order against this woman. It's been relentless. Da, da, da. And I just started to cry and she's like, come over, come over to the precinct. And I go over there. She had printed it out for me. She's not supposed to do that. She printed it out for me and gave it to me. And I was walking out and someone was walking in and I said, go to the woman. Only a woman's going to help a woman. Yeah. And that is exactly how I felt because I got more help from her than I did any of the dudes. They were, they were yep. awful, terrible. Well, yeah. Yeah, of course they were. <laughs> and that's what you expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it was, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great, um, experience, but working with women, uh, uh, and hold on. Um, it just wasn't a great experience working with men and, and now, and then I have to say this, I was in this, the copy place and I'm crying about having to go to the police and how awful the police were being to me. And the woman who runs the copy place came over to me. And I was like, you know, I'd like to pay. She's like, no, no, don't worry about it. It was a black woman. And there I am, fucking a white woman, crying about how the police are treating me well, to a black to a black woman. And I said, and I acknowledged it. I'm like, how the, like, here I am. A fucking, can you imagine a fucking white woman complaining about this to a black woman? I said, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, don't. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. But who who comes in? Who comes in clutch? Okay. Who comes Other in women. clutch? Other women, but yep. specifically black women, well, comes in clutch every fucking time. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna need that same energy this year, my friends. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, don't forget that. Like, yeah. So, in any case, uh, I t- I see what this woman is saying in this one instance, but no, when I want something done, I go to a woman. I do too. Yeah. Like there, there's a lot of versions on that list, actually, of. Like, oh, I assume men are more competent or, like, more assertive or whatever. But the, again, like, the the double-edged sword there, the flip side of that is, like, we expect more of women, so we're, like, more disappointed in them if they're not helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess those aren't the same person. But my my point is that a lot of items on that list are one or the other. Right, one version of one or the other. Either I expect more of men, so I I trust them more, or I trust women more. So when they're not competent, <laughs> I'm more disappointed. Yeah, listen, I'm disappointed that I had to go and try to get a restraining order against a woman. Very disappointed in that. 
And I'm bothered that I had to do it. I'm really fucking bothered that I had to do it. But after the shit I posted and you heard some of the stuff this woman was saying about me, knowing I have an eating disorder and just, you fat fuck. What I mean, it was just, no, you can't even get a husband, you you, you fat ass. I mean, it was... It yeah. was oh, I'm yeah, sure it was, it was terrible. Special. Yeah, it was great. Um, moving on. Um, so this actually... We could we could get back to the list, but this actually is a good segue to to another anecdote. Okay, if you would like, if you'd like to hear an anecdote, sure. one of my friends texted me last Wednesday and was like, "Hey, you need to watch American Nightmare on Netflix." Mm. Kristen, have you seen it? I I know the story, but I haven't seen it. But I know the story. Well, it is as, as promised. It's fucking bananas, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The I won't I won't include. Uh, I'll try not to include spoilers, mm-hmm. but the gist of this is that a woman went to the police because she got kidnapped, mm-hmm. and then she was returned home. Not dead, right? Lives mm-hmm. to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. The police did not believe her story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they, they started calling her case the Gone Girl case, because, I mean, basically accusing her of, like, orchestrating this whole story, like, who gets kidnapped and like lives to tell the tale? Mm-hmm. So bizarre. To be fair, the story is pretty bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, eventually, uh, because of a of a of a cop who is a woman, um, the police take take notice of yep. the similarities between this case and some other cases in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and this woman single handedly basically. Solves the crime, puts the guy uh, under arrest. He's now in mm-hmm. jail. Great, wonderful, right. perfect. Right. Um. Obviously, it's frustrating. Uh, you know, some some aspects of that uh, mm-hmm. of what I just said are frustrating. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was interesting to relay is after we watched this, my husband was just baffled by the criminal himself because mm-hmm. uh, his mo he thought was like really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what he was, what he was baffled by is like, this is, this is a guy who you, you could talk him out of assaulting you in some cases. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was an animal, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not always unreasonable, right? Like mm-hmm. he, he could be reasoned with, he could be talked out of assaulting women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple women did. And Kevin thought that was just so strange. And I was like, Kevin. You, you have heard the statistic that one out of three women are victims of assault. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, so you think most men aren't violently assaulting women? Like, do the math, my guy. Right, right. <laughs> and it like, kind of rocked his world, I think. Really? <laughs> I was like, Jesus. You go to Monday, you go to work on Monday, just like Start looking around, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, that's, it's that's just very a different true. way of moving through the world, right? right? Knowing that, like, most men have harmed someone. Yeah. Yep. That that case, if you haven't, no, I, I want to sit down and watch it. Um, it it's it only is, three episodes, I think. It's bananas. Uh-huh. From how it was carried out like how the the crime was to the fact that they didn't believe her and i believe they're now suing are they suing the the, the police yeah the lawsuit is over it's settled 
um i actually recall hearing about the story because the police went on like such a like such a rampage of defamation against this woman that the Mm -hmm. story it like it was nationwide news yeah this is out of california and i heard about it because the police were like listen to this fucking bitch but there was another story where a woman did stage her own kidnapping right oh yeah. yeah yeah there was another story and i thought that was the gone girl case well, I guess at this point. <laughs> they both are. <laughs> they, both. they both are. They both are. Um, okay, moving on. Thinking, here's the next one. Another misogynistic thought. Thinking that I'm cheap and trashy for wanting to have sex, especially if it doesn't involve romantic settings or specific rules. Social media makes it so much worse, especially those classy women with high standards videos made by women. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? They're incredibly hurtful and support misogynistic thought patterns. Uh, amen, my sister. Yeah. Amen. I agree with that. And that's why I can't stand them. And uh, you got to love yourself and know your worth and blah, 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 and high value. Don't suck a dick. Please. Or don't. Or don't. Whatever you but choose because like, it's your body. Exactly. But how about you, you just <laughs> let other women do whatever the fuck they want to do? Because here's the thing. It's not women not valuing themselves. It's men not valuing the woman. Right. Like, can we please change how we see that? I think it's starting to change, but, you know, it's a process. Right. Just because a woman wants to have sex without any sort of emotional ties, like that, like, we don't think twice about men who do that. No. But, you know, you would... Men have whole babies without emotional ties. Right? (laughs) (laughs) With 18-year-olds. By and the way, whole families for right? that matter, <laughs> right? Like, you know, um, it's always assumed that because she's having sex with no ties, or oh, there's something wrong with her. And look, oh yeah, yeah. There's some, oh, there's something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. It's always that it's all because she must, she must be broken in some way, or because women only want to have sex with guys that they love, right? No, not necessarily. You know, but we do. We love to shame other women for. Um, for being able to approach a situation like that in a way where she doesn't get attached, to be able to control, to have control. Right. Because that's what it is. And I think that's what a lot of women resent in other women. Like, how are you not like a total mess? Because she's not. And just because you are, that's not bad either. She's just not. Right. So just let her not be not. (laughs) Just let her be not. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay here's what i like um my initial reaction to seeing long underarm hair or leg hair on another woman is to feel grossed out and i have to actively remind myself it's none of my damn business how someone chooses to deal with their own body hair i i hold this i hold this one as well i have to say and it's just because i'm not used to it that's it man i love it but i am surprised every time yeah yeah, I am too. I am too. But I do love it. Right. But see, we're expected to do that. Keep in mind, that hair is supposed to protect us. Right. But right. hey, women, make sure to do whatever you can not to protect yourself, because that's what we've been told. Because that's what yeah. they want. Well, you better look like you were born sexy yesterday. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, let's see. um let's see 
oh here's i mean here's one Mm -hmm. this one says i don't like walking around town alone with my child because i don't want to attract judgment as being a single mother oh that's that's pretty deep-rooted yikes yeah right like what is that about i would never even think that that's a single mother like in what world? I no. wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't right? think about it at all. <laughs> Actually, I think that that sort of cues in something else, maybe a little misogynistic, is like, oh, that's that's the mother because the the mother's always taking care of the child. Is that misogynistic or is that just reality? I it, think who both knows? Some... that could be the nanny, that could be an aunt, that could be who knows. Both. We assume, yeah. Right. It's... That's like. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say that. I mean, our reality is misogynistic, so right. Both right um i'm gonna put a link to this article in the description uh we have a bonus episode coming up uh when will that be that's next week uh next week and then starting in february it'll be the bonus episodes will be the second and the fourth weeks of the month um okay free episode follow us on patreon there's all different tiers that you can follow and you can get one bonus episode, you can get two bonus episodes, you can be aggressive, aggressive and get all the bonus episodes and all the <laughs> bonus content and the monthly Zoom check-in sessions that we do. Just go to patreon.com slash datologycoach and uh, sign up. Send in your questions to hello at datologycoach.com or go to datologycoach.com and click ask a dating, uh, ask a question. Follow me on TikTok at datologycoach and at my character analysis, especially for like the sex in the city, pop culture stuff. That's where yeah. I talk about that. Um, what else? Oh, and follow my YouTubes. Follow the tubes. Follow me on the tubes. Um, all right. It's 2024. Are we still saying value your time, bog witches? I think so. Bog vase. All right. 2024, value your time, bog vase. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.